Hi, everybody. That's Allie. And that is Dash. Welcome to our play date. Where we choose a game, sometimes make up our own rules, and play for a while. Enjoy listening and playing along. Or don't. We can't hear you. It's a podcast. You don't know how to shuffle my way? I do, but I just don't like it because it bends the cards. And as a magician by trade, I do not like to bend the cards. Oh, you're a magician now? Well, I've studied the art of magic and done uh, magic card tricks. Okay. And have several magic card tricks in my repertoire, so I would say that qualifies me as a magician. Does no? it? Well, what? How? at what point do you qualify as a magician? Like, what is the criteria? When you get paid criteria? to do magic. That's a professional magician. Yeah. There is there no such thing as an amateur magician? Then you say I'm an amateur musician or I do magic tricks. Fine, I'm an amateur magician. As an amateur magician, I do not like to bend my cards. It's just not as satisfying to shuffle it the other way. It also doesn't give you a very good shuffle. It's just like flopping. I would argue the other one doesn't either. You're moving the card one card lower than it was before. No, you're not. You're moving some cards three lower, some cards the same spot, yeah. some cards. It's not like you're doing one and one and one and one. All right. Whatever. Anyway. It's not as satisfying. <laughs> My way is definitely better. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. Hey, ghosties. <laughs> oh, we are starting this episode in a mood, aren't we? You know what it is? It's the heat. It is. It's the so, heat. Yeah. The heat is We're recording, and there's <laughs> there's no AC in the room, and it's very hot. Yeah. And I'm never hot. Behind the curtain, folks, my AC is busted, Yeah. and we are sacrificing to record these episodes. Yeah, I am never hot, and I am oh, sweating. You're wearing the much. bracelets I gave you. Yes. Cute. Yeah, they add a nice pop of color to um, an outfit, and I'll, I wore them to work today and didn't take them off when I changed my outfit. Nice. Yeah. So we are playing What Have You Done by Hyuga Games. That's right. We played this game uh, once before, mm -hmm. and um, before we had our rating system. Right. So we're going to play it again. Right. It's uh, Hugo games are usually really good games to play as conversation starters. Game or get is, a, to know you. is a strong word for what right. it is. It's more of like an activity, like mm -hmm. an icebreaker. the The point of the game is to have a conversation. It's not to win or lose right. or yeah or compete. Really, yeah, yeah. So we we love their games. They're great mm -hmm. for uh, a medium like podcasting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. And video podcasting now and that we're available on video. podcasting. Yeah. Yes. So let's draw one and uh, we'll do a few of these and we'll get to, because we've done this before, so we'll do a few more. Uh, oh, there's several cards. Okay. So let's do, each card has four questions. Um, so let's do two cards and okay. we'll, we'll each answer the four questions. Sounds perfect. Uh, Allie, have you ever had a classmate who was very odd? Of course. Who hasn't? Yeah, right. Who hasn't? Yeah. Who hasn't? I feel like. I always feel like I was the one who was very yeah, odd. Yeah, I was no, about to I mean say definitely. That. Like I, you know, mm -hmm. I was hanging out with a band and the theater kids. Like those are the right. weirdos anyway. Yeah. And then in the hierarchy of school, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the band kids, the art kids, the theater kids, the choir kids, they're all the kind of the yeah. quote unquote weirdos. But I like weird people. They're interesting. Right. Same. And and I feel we've discussed this before that being improvisers right mm -hmm. it's sort of like this is where all the weird kids go yeah. like you grow up and become improvisers and find your tribe there with other weirdos yeah and also i mean i'm I'm thinking about it in terms of high school even though i've had classmates beyond mm -hmm. that age like 
everyone's just trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. And then, you know, you come to know who the person is as an adult or you find out more about them as an adult. And you're like, oh, OK. <laughs> like there were things they just hadn't discovered yet. That or there were, sense. Yeah. There were, you know, uh, hobbies they hadn't yet plugged into. And so mm-hmm. they just become more of themselves. And now they're not. Right. As odd, they're just uh, a more fully realized human being. Right. Yeah, because when you're kids, you think like, oh, everybody should be the same. And anybody who's not the same exactly. is a weirdo. Exactly. But then you and grow so you up and you realize. things that you yeah. think are not the same or you mm-hmm. do things that you don't really enjoy, but you think is quote unquote normal. Right. And then all of that sort of sloughs away when you're in college. And mm-hmm. then as an adult, you're just like, no, it's this. Yeah, I don't this care. You're not paying me, so I don't right. care. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be around any of you people. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Uh, Allie, have you ever had an overnight hospital stay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have. I When I was diagnosed with uh, diabetes uh, when I was 12, mm-hmm. I was in... <laughs> I'm still slightly peeved about this we were we had a long weekend off from school we had like a friday and a monday off for Mm -hmm. like winter break and i spent the whole time in the hospital and my mom would not let me take a day off Mm. on tuesday i had to go to school i spent the whole (laughs) break in the hospital (laughs) figuring out i had type 1 diabetes and my mom still made me go to school on tuesday Oh, I'm still sad and She's going to give you it. one day. I know. That's and she happens. listens to this podcast, too. So, I know. Uh, <laughs> and So um, Allie's mom, just so you know, she's still holding that against you. <laughs> yes. And I talk about it in therapy all the time. No, I don't. Um, and then my second overnight hospital stay was also uh, type 1 diabetes related. Yeah. I th- um, and I was there for that one. Yes. Yeah. I, I was at work. My blood sugar was very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started vomiting everywhere oh, no, i took a yeah. golf cart to the hospital which was next door right and i spent the night i think it was just one night that time. it was it was one night because yeah um, we brought you home the until, next morning yeah until my yeah. sugar came down and we were able to sort out mm-hmm. the, the situation so yeah. yeah i definitely have the only i've had a few incidents that happened at night but I wouldn't call it an overnight because I didn't stay overnight. I went, they checked me out, everything turned out cool, and I went home. Right, it's like an ur- urgent care sort of right. scenario. Right, it was more of an urgent care to, scenario, right. Yeah, um, yeah I've had that too. Yeah. The only time I had an, that I can remember that I had an overnight stay was when I broke my leg. Um, skateboarding, right? Skateboarding, yeah. That's, you hear that story on the pod earlier. Yeah, you've heard that yeah. before. Um, yeah, I broke my leg skateboarding, went to the hospital, but because I was a kid... And it never happened to me before. Like I had to wait till the next day when somebody could come and teach me how to walk on crutches. Yikes. So I didn't leave until the next day, which means, yeah, I had to stay overnight. Um, Allie, have you ever met one of your idols? I have. Tell me about that. I, I mean, I don't know about idol. Mm. Like I, I don't idolize her in the way of like, I want to be like her. Mm. Uh, but my sister was living in Chicago going to school. I was, I don't know, living somewhere, probably in Michigan somewhere. Mm. And she, Tori Amos was doing a book tour and my sister got tickets. And so we waited in line for hours and hours and hours. Uh, and to, to, you bought the book and then she we waited in line. And she would sign the book. And, uh, and I met her. And she is very tiny Mm. and she is more beautiful than you think she is. (laughs) And I think she's beautiful. She's even more beautiful in real life. And I remember 
I get up there. I've, I've loved her for years. Like she was my light. I, I don't think I would have made it out of high school as a sane and relatively well-adjusted person if it mm. wasn't for Tori Amos and college as well. And the person in front of me goes, they walk away. My sister goes, walks away. Tori turns to me immediately i start sobbing oh. immediately sobbing and not just like the crying of like a tear comes out like i was crying so hard that my <laughs> hands got cold like that's how hard i was crying wow and she she reached over to hug me and her hair her bright red hair got like stuck in the tears on my face uh-huh and she was so kind and so respectful of the fact that people felt that way about her. Aww. I will never forget that. Because you could be, you could look at the person and be like, oh, what a weirdo. Or mm-hmm. like, I don't get it or whatever. But she was so respectful. And I think she really understood, like, I have an ability to affect people in this way. And I mm-hmm. need to treat that respectfully. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a 35-minute conversation right. or anything. But um, I really, I felt very very respected and i have a her signed book in my office because i'm like will my house burn down or will my office burn down and then i was like probably my house is more likely to burn down than your office i'm gonna keep it in my office right in a metal cabinet (laughs) so that's that's where it is (laughs) to protect it i've met other uh celebrities as well Mm -hmm. but that was really the big the big one that's very cool Tori amos is awesome she's great i just read um her most recent book i listened to her most recent book it's very good Mm. A resistance. Very nice. Tori, I love recommend you. it. <laughs> I really, we'll tag her. I really love you. <laughs> we'll tag her on social media your, and see if she responds. Your music video for a sort of fairy tale with Adrian Brody is like one of my favorite. Oh yes. In the history of the universe. Is that the one where like he's a head on a foot yes. on a skateboard? Yes. Yeah, that was a very weird it, but it's awesome. So video. weird and it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you have not watched that music video, yeah. finish watching this podcast on YouTube and then go over. And type into the search bar a sorta fairy tale, and uh, watch that video mm. and have your life changed. Yeah, that was from the from the uh, like the peak of the music video scene, like that late nineties. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. This was beyond nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this wow. was this was well into the two thousands. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like that that late nineties, early two thousands when when music videos sort of peaked and then it, right, right, right. the internet now, became it was a thing. before yeah. yeah, it was before streaming. Yeah. So right. now, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if people really watch music videos anymore in the way that we did when right. MTV was showing them. Right. Like that, right. But. Um I I don't know that they were idols, but definitely they were people that I looked up to when I was a kid. Um and then sort of like, you know, you grow out of it as you get older, but then you meet them. Yeah. Um, and in this case, I had two. They were, and I met them both through the world of professional wrestling. I knew so that. It had to I be. knew I you mean, were going to say that. I mean, where else am I meeting famous people? Of oh, course. except that one time that I met um, Iggy Pop. Iggy uh, Pop. I met Iggy Pop, but uh, I never really idolized Iggy Pop, so he's not part of this story. However, one day I will tell you the story of when I met Iggy Pop and worked with him. You can tell it on the pod. I will tell it on the pod. I have to save something for later, right? <laughs> we have much more episodes to do. Um, so, one of my idols. So, when I was a kid, I was a really big fan of the Power Rangers, right? And obviously, everybody loved the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. Rest in peace. Obviously. Obviously, um, I I was still, however, a fan of Jason Austin St. John, the Red Ranger, uh, big fan of his. And 
he actually may have been the first Power Rangers action figure that I ever bought was the Red Ranger. Yeah. And I think uh, I like the yellow one only because the outfit was yellow. Yellow, right. And yellow is your favorite color. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was a big fan of Austin St. John and, and Jason and that character and whatever. And I was really sad when he left the show. Uh, it was him, Trini, and Zach all left the show and they got replaced. You're saying it like these are names that I know. No, but people who are fans of Power Rangers will know who they are. So you those explain three... everything to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yet somehow you're just dropping the names of Power Rangers like everyone. Sorry. So anyway. It's part of the Power Ranger. So I was at a wrestling show at a Supercon one year and Austin St. John was there signing autographs and doing appearances or whatever. And he shows up as part of our wrestling show or whatever and comes backstage and um, he's talking to us about what we do and how long we've been doing it and whatever. And we're just talking to him like he's one of the guys. Right. And, and also we kind of look alike, which I think is funny. Like now, now, obviously when I was a kid and he was five or six years old to yeah. me, but like, I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah. But like now, like now Austin St. John and me are practically identical. So he, uh, he's talking to us or whatever. And he, he looks right at me and this is the way I'm going to tell the story, whether it's true or not. He looks right at me. And says, this is awesome. What you guys are doing is awesome. Keep this up. Go out there. Live your legends. And when I tell you that to this day, I carry that in my heart. That Austin St. John, the Red Ranger, said directly to me in my eyes, go live your legend. That's, that's right here. He probably writes that on every picture that he yeah, autographs. Yeah, yeah. I but... feel like he came up with that one day and he's like, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's like, good. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say every time. That's a, Instead of goodbye, I'm just going to say, all right, everybody, live your legends and walk away. <laughs> um, but uh, in my head, that's how I tell the story. And that's how that story happened yeah, in my head. Course. And uh, it doesn't matter. There were five other people in that group that he was talking to. It was right at me. So, uh, you know, I've lived my legend. And, and everyone who tells the story, <laughs> it was right to them. Yeah, right to them. And uh, that's why he is a magical being. Mm -hmm. Because he can say something directly into five people's eyes at one time. <laughs> and the other one was uh, Shane Hurricane Helms. He was a professional wrestler who dressed up like a superhero in like a green and black outfit. And his, his character was so dumb. And so sports entertainment, but he was also a pretty good wrestler, uh, but he played it so well and so committedly that it became like an underground fan favorite character to the point where he dropped the character and then he, he got fired or whatever, laid off or however wrestlers go. And then eventually he would like come back time and time again as a special appearance as Hurricane Helms. So I was a fan of him and this character. Uh, so much that one year I went to a live WWE show and I was dressed up in full hurricane costume. I cosplayed. I made the costume entirely myself and I dressed up as him and I showed up right as he arrived at the arena. Somebody told him, Hey, there's a guy outside who's dressed like you. So he comes out and he says, I, I needed to come out here because somebody told me there was a guy out here dressed like me. Yeah. So I got to meet him firsthand. I shook his hand. He signed my superhero cape that I was wearing that I had made. And how old were you? I was 18, 19, maybe. I was youngish. I wasn't that old. 
but I cosplay. People I don't cosplay. know if I wanted you to say seven or twenty-seven. <laughs> that's that's why I asked that question. I'm not sure which one I wanted you to. No, say. No, I was still very. I was still young. I was just out of high school, um, but it was. Uh, it, it, you know, it's cosplay. Like you go to a comic book convention, there's people yeah. cosplaying of all ages. It doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. So, fast forward, right now it's 10, 12, 13 years later. And I am wrestling as Bane from the Batman series. I'm wrestling as Bane on a Supercon. And who should guest star on our show but Shane Hurricane Helms. He is still doing the character. And he's making appearances as the character and wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I got to wrestle opposite. Like we were in the ring together. We wrestled each other. He gave me a choke slam. I got to like break his back or whatever. It was awesome. And when I tell you that for someone who was such a big fan of somebody to then grow up, go into that field and not only meet one of the people who inspired you to go into that, but Mm -hmm. to work with them in such a capacity it was awesome. Afterwards, I went up to him and I See, told that's him. That's really like meeting an idol, idol. You, you know think so? I mean? Yeah. 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 So I guess, yeah, that would qualify. Yeah. But afterwards, I went up to him with the picture. I had the picture with me and I was just like, hey, listen, I didn't want to tell you this before the match because I didn't want you to think I was some sort of like nerdy fanboy or whatever. But this many years ago, I met you outside. I was dressed like you and we took this picture together. And he was like, that's amazing. That's awesome. I, that's incredible. Like, I can't believe that this happened. And he's like, no, dude, that's so cool. And, and I was like, would you mind if we take another picture together? Cause I want to have like the, obviously mm-hmm. the pair like now and 10 years later. So yeah, we took a picture together or whatever. And I tagged him and he liked the post on Instagram and uh, that was really cool of him. So yeah, that was, that was that moment where, you know, to be able to meet and work with your, like, yeah. like with somebody you, looked up to or whatever yeah they say never meet your idols but i think sometimes you can yeah yeah sometimes you can Allie, have you ever been to a rodeo i have tell me about that i had a friend who has since uh moved to another state Mm -hmm. but we would do random things like we would find random things in miami and be like that sounds fun let's do it Mm. so we would go to these like random museums uh and one of the things that we found to do was go to a rodeo. And I was like, dude, do you want to go to a rodeo? And he was like, yeah, let's go to a rodeo. And my sister happened to be in town. So mm. the three of us went to a rodeo. That's awesome. They actually have rodeos out at Tropical Park. Tropical Park? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. They have the stadiums and uh-huh. the horse yeah. uh, stables. So there's plenty of, and I think they have a bunch of them in Davie as well. But yeah, you can go see a rodeo. You're mm. in South Florida. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was fun. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't like devote my life to it or make it a hobby <laughs> but it's definitely a fun thing to do right uh certainly for once in your life it's yeah. not uh, you know and the, ro- and the, the rodeos here are different from like in other countries because here they're much more careful with the animals and i mean yeah, yeah. it was it was a, it was a fun time yeah. you know uh, yeah i've never been to a rodeo so that yeah, was, was entirely your story yeah all right go ahead you do it i don't like the the garb mm. it's just not my style sure but, um have you ever met someone online and then in person? Ooh. I I don't think I ever have. You know what? Yes, I have. I have. Because 
I mean, I'm sure it's happened several times. Lies. I have. Yeah, you had Pand- have. But pandemic, right? It sure. It's like you met right. someone on Zoom or whatever, and yes. then you saw them in real life. Yes. Well, we met the um, the Zadex sisters. Yes. Who do This Is Improv, and um, who also have a podcast called Legends of Yesterday. Yep. Uh, this they, is Legends of This yesterday. is Legends of Yesterday. Uh, and they do history of Florida right. and also have, spooky stories right. and stuff. Yeah. So we so met yeah, them. in that yeah. case, yeah, that's how I've met people. Mm-hmm. Not like meet someone online through messaging or right. something. Uh, before that, I did meet a few people through uh, Miami's Free Art Friday okay. movement. Right. So a lot of people that I met through Facebook and the Free Art Friday thing, I would then like meet at art galleries and be like, oh, hey, we're all part of the same group. And I've seen you and I've commented on your posts and we've exchanged artwork because the way it works is like you go, you drop off some artwork, somebody else comes and picks it up. So sometimes I knew people because I would pick up their artwork or they would pick up my artwork and we knew each other online, but we had never met in person. Um, and so I, I met a couple of people like that who are not, who now I consider good friends. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool, es- especially because when you meet someone online, you're meeting usually over some sort of shared interest or shared right. goal. Yeah, and I think that that helps because you already mm-hmm. know you have a thing in common. Right, and but a- yeah, I I hadn't before the pandemic, but pandemic, I I met yeah. a few people on the on the <laughs> Zoom. Yeah. That I and have I can, since met. In I real life. I can't tell you how many times because I can't remember how many times I have said the words. Hey, nice to finally meet you officially in person. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you do have a full body. Right. Look at that. <laughs> um, have you ever been a regular at a bar or restaurant and been able to say, I'll have the usual? Absolutely. hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I am um... <laughs> weirdly jealous of that. Yeah. Um, I've done that a couple of times. As a matter of fact, you once I get to the point where they say, you'll have your usual, I, I'm already like, I need to stop coming here. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> but I feel like that there's for me, a, that's goals. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't go anywhere often enough. There's, um, so around my job, there's a few places to eat and I am a creature of habit. So when I would go to those places, I would always get the same thing because th- that's the thing. Like, you know, it's good. You know, you have, you have anxiety. That's yeah. What I have that anxiety is. and that's, that's what it what is. Like, is. I don't want to get something that I'm not going to enjoy. So yeah. I get the things I know I'm going to enjoy. That's anxiety. Um, there's a chicken, there's a natural chicken grill is what it's called now. Um, over in Doral. They mm-hmm. knew me. Like I would walk into the door and the guy wouldn't even take my order. He'd be like, all right, you can come around this way. Like he just knew what my order was. Wow. Um, I'm super jealous. I, when Miller's Ale House, when I was at the, the theater down on Coral Gables, um, I would go to Miller's Ale House anywhere from four to two nights a week. And we always had the same two or three servers who knew us. Yeah. Right. So every time we went in there, it was just like the usual. Yeah, the usual. And they were like, I would sit down and they would have a Diet Coke waiting for me. Yeah. That kind of deal. Um, and at oh, Duffy's, no, when we me. were at Duffy's, we were regulars and we know yeah, the owner by got, name. I always got something different every time. Like yeah. I never had mm-hmm. a usual. Yeah. Duffy's was more of a change it up every week yeah. situation. I don't but... like to eat the same thing. No? Even if it's the same restaurant, I like to try something gotcha. different. So I think I know the answers to the next two questions for, for mm-hmm. you. Have you ever pooped in the woods? In the woods? No. I've not. Yeah, me neither. No. And have you ever milked a cow? No, but you have sat on I a have milking sat on stool. a milking stool and done the milking motions, which you hate. Yes. When I do. I would prefer if you never <laughs> did that motion again. <laughs> I have never milked a cow. I I have never milked a cow with my hands. I okay. have 
seen how cows, did you milk a cow i have seen cows oh, being okay. milked. like i have been to <laughs> a barn yes and where cows it. were being milked right. with the machines mm-hmm. and stuff and i saw it right. and like i get the premise of it like you yeah. can't just pull on the teat you have to like go up and then like squeeze the udder a little bit can and you then... not can you not you're doing it on purpose <laughs> i am i'm doing it on purpose because i know it makes you uncomfortable yes ew <laughs> Uh, but I have sat on a milking stool, which is a one-legged stool. And actually, you know what? Now that I've gotten into woodworking, I might make a one-legged stool just for fun. All right. You you have fun with that. Let's rate yeah. this game. Yeah, let's rate this game. Um, the cards are typical playing cards. They're just glossy cards. The uh, Yeah, the box, I'm going to give it a old-school sign in Vegas because that's what that's it reminds design. me of when I look at it. <laughs> like one of those old-school Vegas signs with the circles and then the, mm. the big, bold, kind of diamondy sort of shape in the middle. Yeah. I'm giving it a Vegas, old-school Vegas sign Old-school Vegas sign. Yeah, that's what it uh, reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. I think and, that's what they were going for. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a good vibe. Yeah. Nice square box, too. Playability? Uh, did you rate the cards? I did. What did you say? I said uh, playing cards. They they remind me of playing yeah, cards. Yeah, but you can't rate cards as cards. <laughs> the point of the thing is to rate it as something that it's not. Okay, 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 okay. So the it is the people nothing. All right, I am. Hey, everyone. Guess what? The cards are. <laughs> Wait for it. Cards. cards. Yeah. Uh, I am rating it as uh the material that your driver's license insurance card comes in. Okay, yeah. so it's a driver's license insurance card. Yeah, quality. very, very nice. Yeah. I do like that there's four questions per card because yeah. you can only do like mm-hmm. two or three cards and there's tons more to go through. Right. Uh, playability, I mean, this is table tennis. Yeah, it's you super cannot easy. get easier than that. You can't get it wrong. Yeah, right? like, you can't get it wrong because there's no there's no winning or losing. So right, you can't... it's you talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and fun. Uh, I think it fun, it, the fun level depends on on the cards that you get. Yeah, whether the stories are fun or whether super deep. Whether the stories are fun or I, super I deep. I feel like but all these way, questions are all like none of these questions are like either deep, way it's a make you cry questions. Good experience. Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. And if you liked uh, hearing us play this game, mm-hmm. you can go back and listen to uh, season three, episode six. Where we played it for the first time. Yeah, and hear us answer a bunch of other questions. That's right. I don't remember the questions, but they <laughs> were different either. from the ones that we <laughs> answered today. Yeah. today. Uh, so that was What Have You Done by Huga Games. That's right. Check out anyone from the line of Huga Games. Uh, that's H-Y-G-G-E Games. Uh, they're all very similar to this. They obviously have different themes to them. But uh, a lot of their games are very much like friendly, you know, have conversations with your friends and people randomly. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, yeah, that was what have you done? And what have you done, little ghosties? Let us know. Bye. Oh, I missed that. You missed that? Okay, here we go. (laughs) I'm not cutting any of this. It's the heat. heat. It's getting to us. I'm not cutting any of this. Uh, So what have you done, little ghosties? Let us know in the comments. Bye. Bye. But like appropriately. <laughs> yeah, appropriately like let us know what you've done. This is a PG-13 podcast, kids. <laughs> kids and adults. Yeah, your comments will get. I don't know what they'll get. I'm I just... don't know. Can you delete comments? Well, you, we have a filter. I'll pause while we talk about how YouTube works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we do have a filter? Yeah, we have a filter. So it filters out any like bad words. or. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Now we'd love to hear from you. You can visit playdatepod.us to watch our videos, access our episode library, find out more about our brand of quality, clean comedy, and contact us with any questions or comments. Improvisers love audience suggestions, so make sure you visit playdatepod.us. And the podcast you just heard was a production of Society Circus Players. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. And finally... If life's a circus, we're the clowns. And this is by Huga Games. Games. I love Huga Games. Huga Games. Games.